0: Hey everybody, welcome to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. Uh, I'm Dan Trader. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and we somehow, miraculously, everybody is here this week. Never happened. Uh, Mike Samuelson. Mike Samuelson took a week off last week. We his birthday. Uh, he got himself a little present for his birthday. Maybe it's just a Minnesota thing. He's got a winter beard. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Uh, it is it is unkempt. My brother and I are having beard battles where we just send each other uh, photos of our faces and then send each other disparaging messages about the other person's beard. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast, so luckily I can... Uh, I can let the world know that he has a better beard than I do. I'm not ashamed oh, to say Oh, I no. thought you were going
2: to slander his beard. No, he's got a beautiful beard. He's a mountain
1: man, though. So Yeah, um, he's
0: like a forest firefighter, isn't he? he? His beard better be on point. Yeah,
1: if he doesn't have a good beard, then, I mean, what is he doing? But um, I also have to say uh, a big shout-out to super listener uh, DJ extraordinaire Dan Liu sent me uh, a big old box of singapore snacks dan i just finished up the fish curry fish skins they were delicious oh um still working on some of the coconut cookies but uh a lot more to go so thank you very much that was uh, an excellent excellent little surprise
3: i like this. this is also like a solicitation like we accept boxes of snacks <laughs>
2: absolutely
1: anywhere in the 100%. world
3: percent yeah
2: hold on i yep. just i want to uh I mean, those snacks sound amazing, but your beard right now, your mustache is so long that it's like covering up your top lip. You have there's like some it's weird energy that's mouth. going. Yeah, it is his literally in your mouth.
3: In his mouth, yeah.
2: You have some fish curry, fish sticks stuck in that mustache right now. I think <laughs> it's very possible. I just finished them off before the pod, so <laughs> would not
1: be surprised. There's a problem with the facial hair is I it requires a lot more. Cleaning than I'm used to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Colin Smith is in uh, the swamp, Massachusetts.
3: Same thing, different day. Dan just been working on this treehouse, but uh, ran been,
0: another marathon.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, Colin. I sent it over text, but I'm very impressed. Even though running is a terrible thing to do. Yeah, very I know you don't believe that you in do it. it so well.
3: I, this, this is the thing that's been constant in our relationship ever since i've known you mike is that you're very anti-exercising working out running anything like that you will play soccer but anything uh, outside of that is i prefer
1: not to run while i play though yeah
0: like <laughs> for the audio uh content here mike is nodding vigorously to everything colin just said <laughs> <laughs> yes if, i am against all of those things that's yeah. right if i wasn't so back morally I opposed,
3: would... opposed to the gym
2: if i wasn't so backlit you would also see me nodding vigorously so <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not that
1: those things are necessarily bad i guess they're just not for me
0: <laughs> you know to each his own
3: good people on both sides of the issue that's what mike thinks on that one
0: <laughs> ryan palmer is in portland i am dan you buried the lead we
2: went fishing yesterday i'm i'm still trying to warm up from yesterday even though i didn't <laughs> realize how cold i was when we were on the river. Uh
0: Yeah, I thought I was doing fine right until the end. And then I was like, I got to get in the car. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was uh,
2: it was a lot colder and rainier, um, which you should expect from a Pacific Northwest winter winter. But it was great to be on the river. Uh, I now have a lot of errands and chores to do around the house that I didn't get to do yesterday. So,
0: yep, yep. Kind of kills the uh, productivity for one day of the weekend, which loads it on the next. But totally worth
3: it. Productive pod yeah, today. Absolutely. Check it off. Absolutely. Check it off the list. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. Um, I don't think I'm going to give the weather update. I'm going to try to, you know, <laughs> bury my midwestern tendencies and just let people imagine. Uh, but you got, I guess you got a sample there in the the fishing update from yesterday. Um, I don't. I don't. We're not going to do birthdays this week. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, stu- I
2: started
1: up all week.
0: You got any? Okay, I'm, go I'm ahead. William
1: III of England. <laughs> happy uh happy what would this be his five hundred seventieth birthday was yesterday shout out mm. to him wow and uh jake,
3: too
0: soon jake livermore as well
3: <laughs> about the same about the same
0: those are the two excellent mike happy birthday from last week though sincerely uh you know another trip around the sun we're just Thanks, so guys. so happy that we get to accompany you virtually Thank you. around
1: I I absolutely love the bit last week. It was uh it was really really what I've come to expect from this podcast, in the best yeah. way possible.
2: Oh, a bit, Just a lot of a bit for one listener. It's, yeah.
1: that's, that's <laughs> had nothing do. to do with soccer. I, I think I think I texted you guys that 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 episode really proved that in no way do we care what any of our listeners think, and we do this exclusively for
0: ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right. Somehow, though, somehow, we got an email this week. Uh, Luckily, very little to do with soccer. Mike, can you uh, take us through this? Oh,
1: God, this is great because it it combines a little bit of geography uh, with soccer. So um, it's great. It's from Pedro. He says his fascination with geography has led to a growing uh, interest in climate. And there's a lot more global climates than he was aware of. And his question for us is, what is your favorite climate? Uh, And somewhat related, what is the perfect weather for the beautiful game? And I guess we could say, like, what's the perfect weather for watching a game? What's the perfect weather for playing in a game? Uh, Maybe there's other
0: things to consider. So I need some help. What can we like just do a review of climate options?
3: (laughs) Uh, In his email, he's like, there's more climates than I thought. And I'm like, ooh, probably me, too.
2: (laughs) I only thought that that there's warm and cold. i was like
3: i was like where i've been living temperate and i know another one is rainforest so those are my choices i feel like temperate's good one let's go with that i'm just gonna say
2: tundra's out okay (laughs) yeah tundra's not great the the permafrost is not not great to play Uh, on
3: yeah you need different spikes for that
0: i mean what uh what is stoke that's the, obviously the perfect for playing soccer <laughs> on Wednesday. No, that's the perfect test. Uh, that's the perfect uh, test. Whether, whether you're good Tuesday. Or not. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say, Dan, we can we can take this off the the Copian climate chart or whatever, and you know we can just kind of freestyle a little bit if you want.
0: Okay. Okay. Do you want? We don't do have want, to stay strictly academic about it. No, not at all.
1: I mean, maybe Pedro will hold us to a higher standard, but I will not, as the master of the emails. Um, Palmer, let's start with let's start with playing. You you were, you know, a former goalie. So yeah. you probably preferred a a, w- a slightly warmer temperature than than your average field player.
2: Yeah, cuz I stood around a lot, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it's the nature <laughs> of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's why
1: you wear long sleeves. It's still
3: unclear why Mike was not a goalie, given his his uh hate of running. Uh, too too
2: selfless, or <laughs> selfish rather. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I would say uh not raining. Uh for sure very little wind um you know i i prefer like uh a field that is not east west facing so you don't have to worry about the sun in your eyes that's a great point um but that that's doesn't have, that, do that doesn't have climate. anything to do with climate <laughs> that's, that's more back <laughs> to geography which is it's it's all important here it's all relevant um i would say you know like 65 70 degree Basically uh, you're,
3: you're describing like indoors, right? Yeah. <laughs> Indoor temperature, no wind.
2: Yeah. Give me, I give don't me f- want the
3: sun in my eyes.
2: That's, I mean, that's boards around the field. Temperature <laughs> so control to chase the ball. Yeah. Humidity control. Uh, I, pr- I, I don't like the boards cause as a goalkeeper, it can bounce off the boards. You don't want that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 68, give me 68. Uh, 50 percent humidity um a nice sunny day maybe some clouds in the sky not a ton uh partly cloudy i would say uh and we're and we're good that's perfect
0: dan is shaking his head overcast oh you For like playing, overcast you always wanted overcast of course You don't want sun issues. You don't want to have to put on a bunch of sunscreen. You want overcast. You should be wearing
2: sunscreen regardless, Dan. Dan, who are you talking about (laughs) sunscreen right now? Come on. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, That's good
1: shit. What kind of temperature are we talking about, Dan?
0: I like it a little little colder. Uh, Springs, I grew up in Wisconsin. Spring and fall is your soccer season. So I've got a real soft spot for about 50 and drizzly. Oh, wow that is that is soccer season
3: yeah i was exactly where i was going with this i mean obviously i'm also from wisconsin but i was gonna say if i can wear a long sleeve under my top kind of but like i'm not cold when i'm standing there on the field in shorts so maybe even 40 i'm not sure on the drizzly
0: player glove field player glove i mean
3: i'm not the guy who wears those but other people are going to be wearing them sure yeah
0: shots big big shots Hey, I'm
3: I'm just just being honest with my own body regulate temperature regulation patterns. Um, uh, Please don't stop being so <laughs> honest about that. <laughs> but that's that's to me that's that's perfect soccer weather. That's that's what I like.
0: So Stoke basically.
3: I mean, yeah, but it's always rainy on on the Wednesday at Stoke, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think I think the
1: ideal amount of precip- precipitation is it's rained uh, like a steady but not crazy rain. Within That's the previous nice. 36 hours. Yeah. So the field is a little soft. It's good for my knees. I don't want a hard field. Yep. Um,
0: Listener, you might think this is one year older Mike talking. This was Mike at 18, also. <laughs> about his knees.
1: No, I'm talking about now. I'm talking about now. Uh, there was a time when my knees were okay. Um, and I, I'll, I'll kind of split the difference between the Wisconsin boys and the goalkeeper. I'll take like a low 60s where like you're, you're standing there. You you get a little bit of a sweat once you start running, but you know, it's not cold. You don't need gloves, you don't need long sleeves. You just feel like you can run forever, at least, you know, you could fifteen years ago. I like that. I
3: also think that part of the nostalgic feel that me and Dan are feeling is like those games in the fall. If you play grew up playing in Wisconsin and you you know, primarily your most important season is in the fall and for high school at least then Mm -hmm. towards the end of your season it's cold right like when you're playing when you're remembering your playoff games it's always been cold yeah yeah so the the summer the summer games are meaningless you there's
2: (laughs) there's very little nostalgia in that like i remember i fondly remember playing in games like that but i'm not like oh man i wish i was still playing like that like i'm not trying to wake up at 8 30 in the morning frost is still on the pitch, like. Rolling around in that shit. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying. That's not perfect weather for me.
3: No, you're just not as romantic as me and Dan. That's all that comes down to. Too practical.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like the, uh, the one thing that I don't think we've mentioned is that a lot of this, I can remember growing up and playing in like shitty rainy weather and it's like cold and miserable and like, invariably every single coach i've had except like any coach from england uh if it was an american coach they'd be like oh this is perfect english soccer weather like this is it's always just like no it fucking sucks it's terrible Yeah, it's just english weather which sucks
1: unfortunately i never
2: <laughs> had to deal with that as a kid that
1: sounds
3: really really annoying <laughs> and then afterwards they, they give you like some really like greasy brown food and they're like this is perfect english soccer food <laughs>
1: <laughs> we um i forget who mentioned the wind but wind is also critical here because as a kid um when i was when i was a kid they had just finished building this huge complex of fields it's called the maryland Plex. it's probably like 30 fields and um as places that have just recently completed construction uh look, there were basically no trees. So you just had this huge expanse with oh. no trees, super, super windy. And we would just we'd have those games where like you'd kick the ball and then the wind would just blow it back behind you. Yeah. And yeah. it was awful. The fields were pristine, very, very flat. The grass was good. Hopefully now, like, you know, 20-ish years later there's some trees up there for a little bit of a windbreak but like a windy day i mean all all other climate stuff is out if you've got an incredibly windy day
2: i have a very similar experience to this uh helena made a soccer complex towards the end of my high school career probably uh i would say my sophomore to senior year this complex was built and made um and it was made right next to a water treatment center so if the wind was uh moving in the correct direction you would just get wafts of shit the entire game it was awful that's terrible awful.
0: This is, i mean they must always just put these things uh in the worst places there was a big complex in the midwest in iowa i forget the name of the town now right next to the Malto meal factory so it just smelled all the time like cereal just hundred percent of the time. Like North Carolina. I'll like cereal over shit yeah, any day yeah. of the week.
3: <laughs> this wind, the wind story for me is uh makes me exactly feel about those nostalgic late late season games. My senior year, we had one in the playoffs where we were it was like a probably a 35 mile an hour wind straight up and down the field. I was playing keeper. I would not punt the ball because that was could go behind me. I would throw <laughs> yeah. it at head height or lower every time. And we were down 1 0 after the first half. And we on the sideline at halftime, we were like, we're, we're going to win this game. Like, that is a great performance. Not without the yeah, without the wind. Like, that's how strong the wind is. You're like, yep. I, I I also, I did not have a very strong arm or a leg as a keeper, but I could easily throw that ball like way over half in the second half, like <laughs> way over <wherever> half field. <laughs> you just, just put it up there. It's floating for 60 Let yards. It carry. Yeah. Did, did you guys it was win? Sweet. Yeah, three to one. Nice.
2: It's good. Yeah, that's it. good game management right there. Game states. <laughs> yep. um,
1: do we do we need to talk? Like best weather for watching a game? Is it just like seventy two degrees?
0: Yeah. Sunny.
3: That, beer and ham. Weather that Palmer humid? wanted. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Under a. I mean, are oh. we out at the soccer complex? Or are we in the stands?
1: Oh, I was thinking we were in the stands. But
0: if you're you in know. the stands, then it can be sunny because you're usually covered. I'm still worried about the sunburn here. <laughs> Smart. I'm trying to get Palmer's, bronze.
3: Palmer's yeah, Palmer's wants extra sun. I'm shaking <laughs> my he head isn't.
2: as vigorously no as Mike was shaking his head vigorously no at running. Give me that bronze. <laughs> no sunblock.
3: So Mike, wrap this all up together for us. Like what is we've talked about weather basically. What is the best climate then? Like taking into account what we just decided where is the best place in the world to play football? Soccer
1: oh wow um man i mean san diego s- southern studying? southern california or like you know the coast of portugal Ooh. how's that mm.
3: either sound good maybe, to me
1: maybe yeah. you know throw in <laughs> throw in like a cape town area south africa some kind of mediterranean climate good Sign shout, pedro you can write in and, and fact check me because my my climate knowledge is pretty poor but great email incredible email uh, soccerthread at gmail.com. That's all the emails we got this week.
0: He he also drops the fact that uh, he would love a four seasons. And I've just wondered a little bit if that was a dig. <laughs> 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 just a callback.
3: Just a callback. Yeah.
2: Nice. Uh, four seasons, total soccer.
3: Total soccer climate.
0: That's it. Uh, soccerthread at gmail.com. Send us content. Please, just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Next up, Colin, you've got something for us.
3: Yeah, I got a little game for us. Obviously, we're going to talk about the United States men's national team uh, playing a nil-nil draw with Wales today. No, we're going to talk today. They didn't play today. (laughs) Uh, So the game is categories. uh, On this roster...
2: Who scored goals in this game? Is (laughs) is that
3: the game? On this roster, uh, this is, you know, mostly... uh, European based roster of uh Americans and it has me very excited, mostly, you know, not due to the actual performance on the field, but where these players are playing. Uh <laughs> so, so what leagues are represented by the leagues US or leagues? teams? Can leagues. I, can leagues. I just say
2: I'm going to be so bad at this game because I literally, on our email thread this week, I was like, I don't follow these guys. these I don't recognize any of these names.
3: I know. That's this why I not... made it leagues, Palmer, so you can guess leagues that exist. If I made it teams, you'd have to be, you'd be like, well, fuck, I don't know. Uh,
1: Palmer's good, definitely going to win. He's you win. Can, yeah. guess leagues, yeah. you right. can guess Let's leagues, Palmer. You can guess leagues.
3: All right, leagues. We're going to go around my screen in a clockwise fashion, starting with Dan.
0: Yes. La Liga, Spain.
3: La Liga is correct. I'm not going to tell you who because, you know, then your game of That's elimination right. who goes next. Who gets to who's, go who's next? Who's, who's next? Oh, sorry, on Mike. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <laughs> it I goes will class take, course, obviously. I will say Oh, <laughs> I'm so dumb. Uh
2: Serie A.
3: Serie A is correct. Palmer.
2: Uh the Bundesliga.
3: The Bundesliga is correct.
2: Dan The Premier League.
3: The Premier League is correct.
1: Um, I will take the Eredivisie.
3: The Eredivisie is correct.
2: Uh, I will take, because I remember reading on the email thread, which I haven't done in a long time, I will take whatever the league is in Brazil.
3: (laughs) I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That is correct. Does that mean Palmer
2: gets all leagues
1: in Brazil?
3: I mean, I'm assuming he's, he's picking Brazil's first division. That uh, Yes. Oh, wait. Well, uh, 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 I'll come off it. Uh, yes. Okay. Which cool. they call Syria.
0: Syria. There you go. Uh, The whatever the Portugal top league is. All <laughs> 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 that. Which is the
3: Primera Liga. There
0: you go. I'll take that one.
3: Yeah. My pronunciation is pretty pretty much the best, so <laughs> um,
1: I'll take the uh, the Belgian top league,
3: the Belgian top league, which is called
1: the the Jupiter League or something.
3: Belgian First Division A. <laughs> 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 they went with everything. Um, yeah, that's right.
2: Um, the
3: championship. What in in, in England,
2: the
0: championship.
3: Uh, I knew.
0: <sighs> Oh, it's tough. That was a nice guess. I mean, at this point,
2: I'm just naming leagues.
3: Yeah, MLS. MLS is correct. Oh, that was dumb. I didn't think I will, anyone that came was my from my pocket.
2: Now I'm out. I will take the uh,
1: the Dutch second division.
3: The Dutch second division. Uh let me just check here. Is correct.
0: Oh, I Norway. Norway first division. <laughs> can, can I can I make another guess?
3: Yeah, please. Dan is incorrect, by the way. Mike wins this. Uh League U? League Uh is correct. Oh, yeah. Na, 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 yeah, na, na. yeah,
0: well done. That was my next guess. Uh well, I'm officially out. Great yeah, stuff, Colin. Out. I've I've great, been out great game.
3: League duh. Not picked, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think what they, Segunda División B. So uh, Conrad De La Fuente Spanish. technically is a registered member of oh, Barcelona, Barcelona B. Barcelona uh,
0: B. Isn't there somebody Scandinavian? And aren't
3: they? Chris Chris Richards also technically Bayern two right now. Um, he is so that's uh, third Bundesliga.
0: I thought somebody was Scandin- Scandinavian. Nay.
3: Nothing. Nay, no, yeah, I got nothing Fine. for you.
0: All right, well, there you go. Excellent game, well done.
3: A lot well of done, leagues, well a lot done, boys. I mean, really, like yeah, the, the ones you missed were way down the down the pecking order. There,
0: it's impressive. Very well done.
2: It is impressive. What does that say uh, for the future of U.S. Men's National Team? All these leagues, we're all over the world,
1: beyond Norway. Weird, big, <laughs> big day for us.
3: We're but, diversifying our bonds.
0: It's a. Uh, I mean, we like to call. Uh, well, Julian Green was the original little trout, right? When we mm-hmm. tried so hard to get him on the U.S. men's national team,
3: <sighs> Julian.
0: And somebody went and asked somebody in Germany if they were worried about Julian Green getting poached by the U.S., and they said, "No, he's a little trout. We have a we have a whole farm full of little trout. It's you can have one little trout." So we, you know, I think it just says, "Look at all these little trout we have." <laughs>
3: and you just yeah that our little trout are um i mean julian was one of these guys who would never made broke through at Bayern. so i don't know when that comment was made whether he was on the Bayern roster or stuttgart or whatever but uh that the little trout are not in norway or the fourth division in greece or whatever they're in decent leagues
2: like yeah but know. does this mean that they turn into big trout
3: mm, got to grow them up got to feed them mm. trout
2: Gotta ask right, again right. in a couple of years. Well, we like Julie Julian Green, still pretty little trout.
3: Mm. Some of them will not become big big trout. Some of them
1: he's, he's a decent sized trout. He's just not as big as we would have hoped that he would become.
2: That's yeah. fair. We
3: That's certainly, fair. yeah, when he scored a goal in the World Cup finals at 18 years old. Yeah. That yeah. puts you on a certain path, yeah.
0: What a life. Uh so the US men's national team had a camp. Uh, there's still a lot of COVID in the world, so this was mostly drawn from players in Europe. Plus, MLS is still going, so they didn't want to like pull a bunch of guys that are headed into the playoffs. Uh, like Palmer said, they brought in a guy from Brazil, which seems like a terrible idea to start mixing continents, but uh, that's what they did. Also, a really long plane flight. <laughs> like, uh, U.S. soccer I don't, it was... Uh, who is that guy? Johnny Cordoso. See, it's so yeah. important to get a look at. There you go. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> Bunch of young guys. I think that's the point of this roster, or the takeaway, anyway, is like unbelievably young roster.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: mostly a U twenty roster, maybe more like a like actually, this roster might fulfill the requirements for a, an Olympic U twenty three, like the very young roster. Um, they played against Wales and got a zero zero draw. So, uh, Mike, I think you got a chance to see some of this game. What were your takeaways?
1: Yep. Uh, so this was this was kind of a Wales B team um versus our like a i don't know almost 18 i think but like we haven't played together in i don't know years (laughs) decades forever so february
2: 2019 was the last time we played a game i think
1: yeah and like that was probably none of these guys that was probably all just like mls february 2020 yeah so so it was just like really nice seeing guys running around uh (laughs) just seeing like wes and tyler adams and Yunus Musa, like just running around in the midfield just winning balls and generally looking very competent was was pretty fun. Serginho Des snatching souls. Serginho Des with feet like hands, just <laughs> absolutely, absolutely looking magical. Um yep. so yeah, it was just it was it was fun. It was hopeful. It's like it's been a long time since we've been hopeful about uh American men's soccer. I don't know if Palmer is hopeful. He's probably still a little bit
2: on edge. No, I mean but, um, I I did I did catch some of this game and like the bits and pieces that I that I saw. I there was a certain swagger and maybe it's just the the youth of this team, but there was definitely a certain swagger to almost all of the players on the pitch, mm-hmm. which I think is exciting. I like a little bit yeah. of swag. Yep. Yeah, I mean they had a lot of the ball.
1: Like I thought the guys who stood out as being good were uh Wes, looked really good. Um, John Brooks looked pretty good. Stefan Mm -hmm. didn't have a lot to do, but looked very competent back there. And then a couple guys stood out as being not so good. Uh, Anthony Robinson, like just didn't seem to offer much. Uh, And then Gio and Conrad on the, on the wings didn't do too much, but like overall, I mean, I'm, I'm not too worried or uh, excited about anything that happened in this game. It's just like, We've got a lot of young guys who all seem pretty good and that's better than it's been
0: in a long time. I love a,
2: I love a lukewarm take for Mike.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was the first time that dust Brooks, Adam and Wes uh, McKinney were all in the field together, obviously missing Pulisic, but that's kind of your core or a big part of your core. Uh, and, it's just nice to see them together, I think. And even if it's not an amazing result or even a necessarily like a phenomenal showing, like just getting reps is so important for a young core. Um, You know, you want to get that together and start letting them play so that four years from now, or I guess the world cup is not four years from now, three years from now uh, that pays off. Right. I think that's the real important thing here. Yeah.
1: And just getting, getting people excited, to be part of the team, like there's still some some dual nationals out there uh, who are trying to recruit and getting them into camp and having them, you know, look at the leaders of the team who are like two to four years older than them uh, is, you know, I think that's that's really important here. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, like Greg is just having like a real feel good party and everybody's <laughs> just having a great time and, uh, yeah. you know, want to want to keep it rolling.
3: I mean, along with that, like, I think the fact that, well, clearly in this game, we dominated possession and maybe like outplayed a European team on their own field. Like that's, we don't often do that. I mean, we've snatched results at uh, in Europe before and these kind of friendlies, but we don't usually dominate them mm-hmm. um, or dominate possession. And to do that um, with a team that you're saying, like you're saying, he's super young, hasn't really played together, hasn't played at all together in a long time. Uh, that's got to make those guys who are dual nationals like feel pretty good. It's like, we can, we can be a, you know, a force to be reckoned with. We go in here and boss whales on their own field. Um, that makes me feel good. At least that we, we didn't set up to play in a negative way and, and get a result. Right. We were like, yeah, kids go out there and beat the shit out of these guys. You're better than them. Is and that- we are like those, those players are more talented than the, the Wales team whales rolled out. So it's like, yeah take the take the brakes off Let is that go.
2: a function of of youth or is that a function of uh burhalter did burhalter set this up or was this like youth does it become like once we put in maybe some older guys uh does it become more pragmatic are they like oh i've 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 made these trips to italy and all we want to do is just get a result versus Young kids just being like, I just want to go and I want to play and I want to like dominate because I want to play a certain way. Is it is that a you thing? Is this a Greg thing or is this like uh, something that we can look forward from the US Miss national team in the future?
1: I mean, I, I think it's
2: both right.
1: Like if you're Tyler Adams and you were playing in the Champions League semifinals, you're not going to be worried about going to Wales for a friendly, mm-hmm. right? Like that's not going to intimidate you. Uh, yeah, Sergio Dest,
3: Sergino Dest, not scared of Daniel James. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's like all these all these young kids who are like already being thrust into really big situations, uh, and are like not not afraid. And then there's also, I mean, there was a lot of you know I don't really believe in tactics, but there was a lot of pressing <laughs> that was going on on the U.S. side, which can happen when you have young guys who are all full of energy and you don't have you know Michael Bradley in the middle of the field or Kyle Beckerman who like, you know, have their roles and those roles are not like being very energetic pressers. Right. So, I mean, you're talking about Palmer, like what's going to happen when we put in older players, but I mean, I'm hoping that there's probably a couple roles here. Definitely like center forward is, is a spot that's open for discussion. But I mean, I'm hoping the lineup that we rolled out the other day is like the lineup that we would play if we had a much a must win game tomorrow. Like, there's mm. no reason to throw Michael Bradley back into this lineup or right. you know, some of the other guys who we've rolled out the last couple of years. Yeah, but right? it's not
3: really the lineup if we had to win tomorrow. Like, I can't imagine let's, that. Let's
0: get to that. Okay. I want to stay on Burholter for a second, though, because I think it does seem like he took the breaks off and these guys got to press a little bit and he like capitalized on the youth, which is great. The thing that people are talking about after this game um, that he's gotten some criticism for is playing legit. Who is not a striker as a false nine, um, and then I think, like Mike said earlier, Gio Reyna and Conrad De La Fuente weren't great and didn't do a good job of like getting into the space behind and trying to exploit the the back line in the way that you would typically try to use a false nine for. So that that part of it all just didn't seem to work out. Um, Palmer, are you are you worried about kind of that bit of it or is that more down to just the personnel available like what do you have any interpretation of that situation
2: i mean i think i wonder if the rhetoric would have changed conrad missed a sitter that he probably should have scored and i wonder if the rhetoric around conrad's performance would have changed if he would have scored that goal so i mean it's kind of a little sliding door kind of thing but uh you know i don't i don't know i i I go back to what what Mike was saying is like, we have a lot of great youth talent. And like I said, like the swagger was there and you know, some maybe legit not playing. I mean that we, we've gotten so used to us men's national team players playing out of position. Like that's just <laughs> seems to be our MO. It's been
0: Berholters thing. Yeah.
2: It, I mean, it's been burholter's thing Klinsman and Klinsman's thing. Right. So like, yeah. it just seems like this is the pattern of, of the men's national team that we're just going to have guys play in stupid positions. But, um, can the, can the people around them kind of fill that hole that for some reason we're creating for ourselves? And I think, you know, the players that you mentioned like Dest Brooks played really well, I thought, uh, from the, from the bits and pieces that I've seen, um, you know, maybe we figure out like that center forward position, um, you know, maybe trot Josie out eventually if he's healthy. Pulisic uh, was a was a late drop from this um, from this group uh, due to injury. So, uh, where does he fit in? Was that you know? Um, so I don't know. I friendly can't read a lot from this um, other than the fact that it seems like there are some players on this team that have a ton of confidence, and uh, that's something that I feel like we've not seen from the men's national team.
0: So then going back to kind of the uh, if we needed to win a game tomorrow, right? This is, I mean, Mike said he's calling this our A-team. He wants to roll with a lineup like this. But probably if we need to win a game tomorrow, that's not quite true. Uh, Pulisic, obviously a miss, although that's not, you know, he's injured. So uh, it's nobody's fault or, or not even a fault of the pandemic, right? It's just people get injured. That's part of dealing with any soccer team. Colin, uh who else would you have into this roster if you actually wanted our full strength best team we can put on the field today?
3: Well, right. Yeah. You don't start Sebastian Legette at the number nine, right? So it's somebody else there. Um, You can pick between Josie, Jordan Morris, Uh, Josh Sargent is healthy and available, but Werder Bremen didn't release him for this. So if it's a game we got to win tomorrow, you know, does that mean it's the World Cup? Like, if it's the World Cup, he's there, right? Like, um, <laughs> like it.
0: Well, that's what. Yeah, I mean, that's if what. If he's I mean.
3: available for selection, he's getting. He's starting, right? So,
0: Sergeant, you think Sergeant is our starting striker?
3: Um, over Sebastian Legette playing as a false nine, absolutely. Yeah, over Josie. Oh, I mean, for me, I'd pick Josie. But uh, game starting tomorrow, it's like you got to like check your watch about whether Josie's healthy or not. So, <laughs> you know is Josie healthy? Yes. Okay. Then I'll play Josie. If not, which is most of the time, um, then I'll, I'll pick Josh Sargent cause he's mostly Good. healthy. Um, right. and then, yeah, I think. So if you put Josie or Sargent at the nine, I think that Conrad position, which would be Christian Pulisic, um, doesn't fall all the way to Conrad. It falls to Jordan Morris before that. Um, it might fall to t- Tyler Boyd before that as well. Um, Conrad is is not a starter at this point not to say that he shouldn't have played in this game but just not a starter yet um so I think those are the ones that are that stand out to me um I think left back is still a problem
0: Mike tell me who is Musa? what's he doing how come we don't know about him and why is he now apparently a starter on this team (laughs) um well Really disappointed, Dan, that you
1: don't know about Musa. He's he's 17. He's been around this Earth 17 times, um,
3: <laughs> so I don't know
1: where you've been. Uh, but he is uh, he's a midfielder. He's plays for Valencia. Uh, I think he was in Arsenal's youth academy or some English youth academy for a while. Born in the USA while his mom was on vacation, which clearly to me means that his mom wanted him to play for the U.S. men's national team, <laughs> uh, and we all know that you know what Shouts family thinks. His mom. Big shouts to his mom. Uh, what family thinks is important. He's also, I think, eligible for Ghana. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been starting for a really good team in La Liga at 17. Uh, so it would be a big, big get for us. This is the first time I'd seen him play. He, you know, he seems pretty similar to um, McKenney from a positional standpoint, uh, maybe a little bit more attacking, but like kind of a box to box guy, uh, looked very comfortable on the ball. Looked like a pretty solid dribbler in the middle of the field. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he would be he would be a great guy to have in the lineup for the next 10 to
0: 15 years, it seems like. Nice. That sounds excellent. Um, in terms of the rest of the roster, um, Palmer, I'm going to throw some names at you. You tell me if you ever want to see these guys back in the mix or not. <laughs>
2: well, this, this is going to be more like, Palmer, tell me if you've heard of this person or not.
0: This is the Palmer oh, special. You know all these guys. That's that's okay. the thing. These are all. So, do you want these guys to be retread? Oh, I see. I see. Uh, Deandre, okay. Do you want DeAndre Let- Yedlin called back in, or are oh, you? Oh,
2: that's a really good question. Um, I'm okay with him coming back in. Sure.
3: Yeah, I think actually right now Yedlin yeah. back in at right back and left back, uh, Sergino Dest at left back for the must win game tomorrow yeah. is is a pretty decent pairing.
2: Yeah, because he's still fast.
1: Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been—he hasn't really been playing at all for Newcastle, though, right? Like he's Correct. maybe gotten a cup game or two, but yeah. He's, I'm still. He's I'm not. I'm not on the
0: ascendancy.
2: I'm okay with him coming in. I'm all right.
0: Okay, Michael Bradley. No, I'm done. Just done. Yeah. No space for him, even as a locker room older head. You is he really don't him like next. a locker
2: room guy, though? Does he really? I feel like his energy. I mean, dad the coach, right?
3: Like you well, gotta know something
2: that doesn't that doesn't mean that, that you're good like you don't have to be a coach to be a good locker room guy. I feel like True, yeah. Nick Romano is a locker room guy. Bradley does yeah. not does not yeah. like strike me as a Nick Raimondo vibe.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Like Bradley Bradley is not inviting you to like sit at his lunch table. He's and, not like, officiating your wedding. Put an arm around you and be like, hey, yeah. buddy. Like that's not his that's not his yeah. energy.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Um. Is is that Brad Guzan's energy?
2: uh i i'm all right if he's our third string goalkeeper maybe maybe he has that
0: energy i don't know all right all right josie altidore still have a place on this team yeah yes matt miazga uh
2: yeah
3: sure has to might that's might be what might be in the starting lineup Yeah. yeah yeah
2: i mean i was thinking playing next to brooks yeah for sure I feel like that
1: that position is one that's like the most probably the most open position, just as far as like the number of eligible guys who you could you you could say with a straight face like could start there if we qualify Zimmerman for the next World Long. Cup. Yeah, there's like five to ten guys. Like Chris, Chris Richards is in there. So and and Miazga like looked okay yesterday or Thursday, but like wasn't yeah. a world beater by any means.
0: Yeah, um, Omar. Still playing. No, you know, you could slot right in there.
2: Do I even need to <laughs> Can't answer even that? A laugh for that. Palmer's <laughs> like, having heart palpitations right now. I'm <laughs> laughing. Do I even need All to right. answer that question? Fuck out of here. No. No, you don't.
3: Palmer feels about Omar like Mike feels about the gym. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen.
2: How about uh, Josh these artists? Uh, I mean, oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't fuck I really I don't know about this one I am I think I'm neutral I don't want to see him starting I don't want to see him starting but I think okay I I, I think I would be okay with him uh as a spot on the on the roster
3: yeah that's I mean if he's starting there's a there's a problem but like right. there is a problem Sebastian was just started as a false nine <laughs> yeah. right like yeah so I'm not saying uh, I'm thrilled if Zardes has to start or even play but I think he's better than no striker and he's got energy and he'll try and okay, fucking shit, fine. Like, you know, no he's American not the worst. Not. He scores, he gets, go- he gets goals in MLS. He's not yeah. terrible.
1: No American scored more goals this year than, than Jossi in MLS. So take that for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, I think he's a, a tool. Like, he just does a specific thing. He kind of finishes. He makes decent runs, but he's not going to help you in possession. He's not yeah. going to take a good first touch. He's yeah. just, like, he's just a tool. Uh, you know, in a, like, a tool he's in a tool i of- And,
1: like, maybe that's okay. Because, I mean, if we have, like, Reina and Pulisic under him, you know, or on the sides of him, like, those are guys who are right. very comfortable on the ball. And maybe we just need a, a focal point to, like, you know, finish things. So,
3: yeah, maybe yeah, that's, that's Jossie. He's kind of a extremely poor man's Dominic calver Lewin with like Carlo is just saying like score every goal with one touch. You only get one touch. That is like, your job is right. to have one touch. Like Jossi, that's who Jossie is too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So
0: uh last one, will trap. Fuck no. Hell no. <laughs> Correct answer. He's not even starting, right? We I think we've talked about this. Yeah.
2: Don't, I mean, we have so much young talent. We have so much young talent. And if you're going to give somebody a roster spot, why the fuck would you waste it on Will Trap? Like, that's ridiculous. Put somebody <laughs> young in there. Like, what a waste. That would be, come on. Palmer if kept I
1: see it that happen,
2: fire Halter immediately. Palmer
1: kept it clean and then immediately drops two F-bombs within 20 seconds of Will <laughs> On Will Trap.
3: Yeah. I
1: guess, Clearly a I guess trigger. we got to put
0: that
3: explicit
1: tag <laughs> back on this he, podcast he, again.
0: He's my new Beckerman. <laughs> Uh, all right. So this roster, but then the guys we're adding back in, we're saying are Yedlin, Morris, Josie, Miazga. Miazga's uh, in this roster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fair one. enough. Uh, maybe Guzan as a third guy. Zardes. That's not a lot of old guys, though. Like, we're really, we run, we run with the U 20s. I, I like love it. it. I like Hopefully. it. Let's do it.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think in the end, it would be a roster that would be, you know, out of 23, about half under. The age of 22 and like half that's half of the starters, half of the bench, like pretty similar, yep. uh, which is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I awesome. feel like
1: one last thing before before we move on is like for a long time, we were we being U.S. fans. And I think the people on this pod were like upset that all of these old guys were still in the team because nobody had pushed them out. And now we're finally seeing like young guys come in to push the old guys out. And so there's no reason to hang on to them anymore. Like, yep. they're gone. They should have been gone, you know, two to four years ago. Now they definitely got to be gone.
3: I know. And like two, like two to four years ago or whatever, when we were upset about that, we, we saw guys like Dax McCarty, like getting caps again. Yeah. And that's so laughable now that um, you could see somebody who's like 30 years old and is a career MLS player, like starting to get their first caps. Like, that's just not going to happen anymore. Yeah, um the level of Bre- talent is so far above that
2: breck shay is not walking through that door <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh we've got a game against panama on monday uh colin are you looking for anything specific out of this game or just kind of uh you know more of the same get the young guys out let them run
3: i'm looking for a w i'm looking for a bunch of goals like I know Wales is like, I might call them a B team, but actually like a lot of that guys on that roster are pretty savvy, uh, have played a lot of internationals. Um, I'm not surprised that we couldn't break through against them. And obviously we have the striker problem as well, but like we are so much more talented than this Panama team. It should not matter. We should have the ball in their third for ages and we should be able to, you know, break the floodgates open. So that's what I want. I want a bunch of goals, nothing else. No, no, moral victories, nothing like that.
1: Mike, yeah, I I like the sound of that. I mean, I like to start with just us creating chances, but I I do I do think it's important to like again kind of build the culture and identity of winning and just to to be like, yeah, we we're playing these guys, they're not as good as us, and then we beat them for nothing, and like that's just what we do. And then you know when we play Panama in games that matter, then. You know, at least they have that in the back of their head of like, oh yeah, uh, you know, Tyler Adams. Every time we got the ball, he just smashed us and just took the ball right back. And you know, uh, I I I want us to develop that swagger, like not just because the guys are good, but because they come together and and play well and just beat people up.
0: Palmer, I uh,
2: I like I like all of that, like just a dominant dominant performance. I would love to see that. Um little little confidence for the young kids uh and just allow them to go out and and do their thing, so which probably means Burhalter will uh overthink things and try to uh like move some pieces and we will end up drawing zero zero again. <laughs>
0: well I, think I was gonna say
3: there might be some moving pieces or like shocking starters or something like that. Um, because it's you know close games back to back whatever like he might be resting guys who are gonna play big games in europe very soon or something like that but i just don't think that matters i think that we have enough talent on this team that we should be able to batter panama anyway yeah. and if we have somebody who's playing out of position at a spot and they have a shocker and give up a goal because of an individual mistake or whatever i'm not concerned like we can win three to two or whatever. Like that's not important to me. What's important is that we look good going forward. And we score a bunch of goals against a team. That's not any good.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and like in, in these kind of windows in the past, a lot of times we've sent players back after the first game to go back to their club to, you know, get fit or train with the club more. And that's, that's not happening. Like all the guys are staying with the team for the second game. So, I mean, I would expect like we pretty much run back a very similar roster and I'd, I'd honestly, even though like Leggett wasn't great uh, as a false nine, like I called out a couple of the other guys who didn't play well. I'd be fine if we ran back the exact same roster again, and it's just like, okay, can we get better after a couple more training sessions, a couple more times playing together, looking at footage, and like so that. like, can we see, you know, incremental change among some of the guys who maybe didn't play well, uh, just because they've had twice as many reps. I mean, they probably had two or three training sessions before the last game, they probably got another one or two between games. So like, I have no problem with us, you know, trying the same thing again, like,
0: just, you know, focus then, on that consistency. Yeah.
1: If it doesn't work again, or, you know, if we see, okay, legit clearly cannot play a false nine, uh, whatever, fine. Not a big deal. We tried it in a couple friendlies. It didn't work. We, now we know, don't try it again.
2: I like that.
0: I've, I've always had this kind of like uh, fan fiction of the uh, European based young guys WhatsApp group where like Pulisic and Weston McKinney and Serginho Dest and Tyler Adams were, uh, you know, messaging each other and being like, hey, do you guys see Dax McCarty's game this weekend? And then the other guys text back and they're like, lol, no. And, you know, they're just like, that's their crew. My, uh, I just want like this entire squad could just be that now, right? Like that WhatsApp group could just be what it's like for these players to come back to the u.s setup every time which would be just amazing yeah uh and probably what you need if you if you want guys like Musa to commit to the united states you want to build that culture of like oh this is super fun these are guys that i love playing with and we can just go out and beat teams because we're good and fun and young and full of running and like that's i think the you know just same thing as you guys are all saying, build that culture of winning, stick with the young guys, make it fun, yep. because that's going to keep guys interested, uh, which is the point, I think, right now. Hashtag make it fun. <laughs> yeah. It's just a game, guys. Go have fun. Go ex- go express yourselves. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Um, Anything else on that, then? That's all I got. Good luck, Panama, but you're going to get crushed. Hopefully. Nothing. Nothing nothing
1: even even palmer's
0: hope seems high right now which i love (laughs) no it's weird it's weird
1: uh my audio seems to still be working so that's great
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right then thanks cliff thanks cliff Cliff. (laughs) see you guys bye
2: You're gonna slander
1: his beard no he's got a beautiful beard Re- requires a lot more cleaning than i'm used to wow in no way do we care what any of our listeners think and we do this exclusively for ourselves
3: yeah got to look game for us i like that
0: you know i don't really believe in tactics fan fiction of the uh
3: european-based young guys pretty solid dribbler